0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.
1: You're listening to Unity Online Radio,
2: the voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring
0: Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall.
1: And hello everyone. Does the universe support your goals? This is Coach Mo Fall and I'm going to be talking about that question today. Does the universe support your goals? So many human beings walking around out there wondering why God has abandoned them why their prayers aren't being answered, and maybe feeling a little bit guilty and shameful that they're asking for too much. So I want to talk today about how the universe does support your goals and really helping you bring the universal power to come to your aid in crafting your dream job. And when I say dream job, it certainly would be in line with any other thing that you so desire. And we're going to be diving deep into consciousness and energetic forces. And of course, as usual, I'm going to weave in the spiritual aspects of all of that and then give you very practical tools in order to utilize the forces of the universe to help you craft and create your dream job. The brilliant thing is that the universe is put together to support you. The universe is put together to give you the exact reflection of where your consciousness is. So many of us not even aware of it, thinking that we are victims, of circumstances, that the external pieces of the world have happened to us, and that our life is built reacting to the external forces. I was raised very traditionally. I was raised very conservatively, and these were normal concepts of life. Probably if we go back 100 years, that's not how old I am, by the way, in case you were wondering. But if we go back 100 years into the early 1900s, the 20th century was expanding and exploding with new business structures, management structures. 100 years from from today, prohibition was the current theme and problem and challenge. Fast forward a hundred years, so much different problems, so many different concepts. The universe continues to propel and evolve the human species. The human soul continues to expand in how we look at things, and what we look at begins to evolve. A hundred years ago, Cigarette smoking was endorsed by physicians and was seen as a way to relax. Coming from the healthcare world and being a nurse myself, it's really hard for me to imagine that we were really at that point just a hundred years ago. So we continue to evolve concepts, we continue to learn and see new things. And we are now in the day and age where we understand quantum physics, we understand energy, we understand how our consciousness can manipulate that world of the non-physical. Over a hundred years ago, Albert Einstein told us that how we perceive and look at things changes energy and reality. He told us that. He had mathematical equations and won a prize for a paper he wrote as a patent agent in 1905. And that started his whole whirlwind into understanding that the universe is a multidimensional energetic universe. And what we see in the physical world is just a small, small fraction of it. And now today, quantum physicists understand that what we look at and what we anticipate and how we think literally moves matter. And if we go back to the Bible, if we have faith, we can move mountains. What we need to do is to change how we are perceiving first the potentiality of what our thoughts can do. We have to change that perception because most of us aren't thinking that our thoughts are really doing anything but being thought. But every thought creates a ripple into the energetic world. Every feeling creates a magnetic pull. Thoughts are like electricity going out and feelings are like magnetic poles. So as we are thinking and feeling every single minute, second, millisecond, we are sending out electromagnetic energy into the energetic world in which we live, of which the physical universe is just a small, small piece. Two percent of reality is physical. Ninety-eight percent is energetic And for those of us who were raised religious and and like that concept around the energetic universe, the spiritual, soulful world is where we need to do our best work. When we do our best work in that spiritual realm, we can move mountains. We can create things that seem to be so uncommon, so unusual, Every single week when I do this show, I'm inspired by the work of my clients. I'm inspired by how they open themselves up and begin to blossom and see themselves and stop judging and stop being shameful and guilty. I am inspired by them. I am inspired by the soul's opening energy the non-physical, their soul is not something I can look or see. The soul is the thing that is playing in the energetic world that we have a connection to. So my, my tagline, bring your soul to work to land your dream job, is actually the strategy. It's the strategy for creating and crafting and playing In the energetic universe so that we can have an outcome in the physical. Without working in the energetic realm, we are not tapping into the universal source of power. It's almost impossible to move things significantly once they've hit the physical realm. So we must work first in the unseen world. And in order to work in the unseen world, that universal power needs faith. And sometimes I take that word faith and I notch it up. Because when we notch up faith, which might mean different things, the first notch is knowingness. I know that my thoughts and feelings matter. I know that the electromagnetic forces that come from me into the energetic unseen world matter. I know it. Faith to me might seem a little temporary, it might be conditional faith, but knowingness is steady. And so sometimes we must even notch up the knowingness, that steadiness of unwaveringness. It's stronger than belief, knowing. Knowing does not have another option. Knowing is knowing. The next dimension above knowing, the next level is certainty. I am certain that my thoughts and feelings ripple into the unseen universal forces world, and I am certain that that causes my life. So we go from faith, kind of believing that maybe it'll happen, to a knowingness, to certainty. And once we practice a level of certainty, we then can move into an unconscious default where it's just what it is. And then it never changes. Have in your toolkit the tool that says, I am certain that what I think and feel is what is going to show up in my world. I am certain that I am the cause of my world. I am certain that I am the cause of my physical world. It is when we take that oath, if you will, that we have full responsibility for our life. We're no longer blaming the boss. We're no longer blaming the co-workers. We're no longer blaming the weather, the in-laws, the car, the commute, the kids. There's a whole list of people, places, and things that we can put on that blame list if we do not want to take responsibility. We can load it up. We can load it up. If you'd like to join this conversation with me, ask me a question, perhaps there's a coaching question about your career, I'm more than happy to have you call in at 816-251-3555 and have you ask me a question. Let's get you coached today about how the universe supports your goals. Let's get you coached on how to tap in and live in certainty of your thought-feeling energy being the only thing that matters. Pun intended, if you get where I'm coming from, the thought-feeling energy that you send into the rippled effect of the the non-physical turns into the matter of your world. So if you happen to be thinking poorly about yourself because your boss just criticized you, more than likely you have a bunch of feelings trailing on that. And more than likely, you have now just altered your attractor pattern, your electromagnetic force, and you have created the cause of other people, including yourself, treating you like you are less than. It's no coincidence that when that happens, usually later in the day or the next, there's some type of event. Maybe someone just bumps you in at the grocery store and makes you mad. Maybe a fender bender. Maybe you trip and fall. Some ripple effect into the thought, feeling, electromagnetic space from a negative event that you transferred into your electromagnetic thought-feeling energy out into the world. Now listen, here's the thing. The logical brain thinks it's linear. That means this. And it's not. It's a multidimensional happening. And we cannot in our logical brain understand it because our logical brain can only process things within X bandwidth. We can't think through how this happens. We can't make sense of it, which is why certainty is so necessary. If you do enough study on quantum physics and consciousness theory and spirituality, you, like me, will arrive at the place where we understand that everything we think, feel, and eventually speak... (laughs) Is who we are and what we create. And not only that, it gives us the electromagnetic pull of things that are just like that. Just like that. So there's a few daily rituals that I have my clients do to add to the beautiful ripple out. If we do not purposefully add to the electromagnetic field of the unified universal power, we are not tapping into what it can do for us. And today's show is all about tapping into that universal power to come toward your dream job or any goal, any goal at all. So let's start with the certainty, can you make a commitment to yourself that the universal field is your friend, your ally, your co-creator, your support system, a lot of folks believe in angels and spirit guides, that's where they are. Being raised Catholic, there were saints and the Holy Spirit. That's where they are. That world is aiding us in the physical realm. And that world responds to what we think and feel. So get that going for yourself in the right way. Perhaps right now, write down 10 thoughts that you want to have regularly that will support you in moving in the way you want to move. Ten thoughts, and how about ten feelings? I can rattle off a bunch of feelings that are on the high vibrational field if you'd like a few answers to that question. Clarity, joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, love, passion, enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness, optimism, hopefulness. All of those feelings create your attractor pattern. You're going to have an attractor pattern one way or the other. And if it's jealousy and hate and rage and anger and insecurity and guilt and shame, that's going to be your attractor pattern. You get to choose. You do. You get to choose. And if you feel unworthy... If you feel discouraged and disappointed and overwhelmed and confused, that's your attractor pattern. If you throw out limiting beliefs about your age or because I'm a woman, I'm not going to get ahead or any other story, you are creating for yourself and you're sealing it in by thinking it and feeling it over and over. So the things you want to think over and over is that I love my life. I live in joy. I see beauty all around me. There's so many wonderful, generous people in my world. All of my co-workers are delighted to work with me. Plant those seeds. Make those things happen for you by thinking and feeling first. You may say, "Well, Mo, that's not what I see in my world. My coworkers hate me; they're jealous, etc." Who's thinking the thoughts? They or you? Have you crawled into them and thunk their thoughts, or have you decided to believe something because of how you feel? Have you decided to believe something that matches your fear? and scarcity, and insecurity, and guilt. A lot of the stories that we carry around with us are rationalized, sugar-coated stories protecting us from our fear, protecting us from blowing our top. Let's take a closer look at what those things are that are driving our thoughts and feelings when I'm advising my clients I tell them to to feel what they're feeling and give it an audience and <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> and let it come forward don't keep using your beautiful precious energy to push it down but also don't indulge in so many hours and hours of stewing at it and examining it Just feel it. Just feel it and let it pass through you. It's energy. It's all it is, and it can pass through you quickly. But when you're not giving it the time and you're spending your energy pushing it down and ignoring and denying, it wants to be heard and seen, so it's causing a rumble in there. Give it a little audience, and you'll see how quickly it dissipates. You can feel it. You're not going to blow up or... Melt away. If you have hatred or rage or anger in there, feel it. Let yourself feel it. Give yourself that gift of feeling the truth and then let it fall through you. Let it ripple through you. Let it transfer out. What I suggest that you do each and every day is to create a purposeful, intentional thought-feeling pattern for you, how you want to think, how you want to feel, and what the intentionality is for what you want to create in the world. It may not happen instantaneously, but I can guarantee you when you start planting those fields, they will harvest for you. They will indeed. Let's take a call now from Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Nice to have you here. What can I do for you?
3: Thank you very much. Uh, is this Mo? hmm Oh, Mo, I wanted to call and uh, introduce myself. I'm Sherry McHale, and I, okay. I tuned into Unity yesterday and found you, uh, okay. actually the day before. And I wanted to tell you of an amazing shift that just listening to a few, uh, one sentence of yours did for me.
1: Please do. I'm curious and excited about it.
3: Everything always works out for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: I realize a I've big been walking around like Charlie Brown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I suppose in a good way.
3: Well, you know the the that you know things. He's always down about something. And I realized that I was, I've been doing that to my, my, dream, my dream career.
1: Oh, really? I, I
3: have one. I have a dream career already. I'm just too afraid to do it.
1: Uh-huh. So are you working in your dream career, or it's, it's a, an aspiration?
3: It's an avocation at this point. Um, I've okay. had the, the, the luxury to be able to devote four years to it, but I have not taken my HARP made it into mm. a business. I'm trying. I'm mastering the heart. But I don't have gigs enough to meet the dollar amount that I need to live.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. I'm
3: thinking about taking a temp job, getting out and taking temp jobs, doing office work. Those aren't my dream jobs. But I need I need to make a living, you know, and I haven't right. budgeted until March. <clears throat> and then, <laughs> then I have okay. to take something.
1: <laughs> okay. So... um you know, I don't know you that well, Sherry, but thanks so much for calling in. Can I just offer some things for you to maybe consider? Sure. Um, and I'm I'm delighted that everything always works out for me. Uh, inspired you, and uh, I have so many great stories actually about how that phrase has has literally changed people's lives. Um, but I, and I'm delighted that it um, it helped you.
3: Amazing. When we, like from night oops, to day.
1: <laughs> great. So when we. Have this uh dream and desire in our lives, and when we put it in competition with what we must do for work so that we can make money, we're actually creating a resistance pattern mm. so could you could you get more okay with the fact that this is where you are now instead of fighting against it and 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 being kind of the uh the boxer in the ring that's like oh darn it this and this and Could you just be like, you know what? This is perfect. I know. I'll work in a job that I can make money and pay my bills and then I'm going to work really, really hard slash fun to create a lot of great gigs doing my harp work and it's going to be great. It's going to work out perfectly well because I'm going to make that natural transition from this to that and I'm going to be inspired every single day. And as a matter of fact, Since I'm going to be so inspired and happy about the fact that I'm doing both of these things well, I'm actually going to be doing the day job or office job really, really well, and I'm going to be paid better than than I even thought. While I'm doing my harp stuff and building that, I'm going to be generating such positivity that everything's going to go well for me, and I'm going to get paid more than I imagined with my harp stuff, and it's just going to be so easy for that to come together for me. And it's going to be a beautiful unfolding, beautiful, nice, wonderful people are going to invite me to, to do my thing. And it's just, it's just going to be a, a, a dream come true. Wow. <sighs> Is that a better sounding story?
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Keep it down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. know here's here's the thing sherry you do have the option to tell which of those stories i do like mine a little bit better too but here's the thing (laughs) our our primitive brain is conditioned to protect us from being eaten alive i'll tell you more about that in a second it looks like we're up for a break hang in there sherry
3: okay thank you i will
0: Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio.
3: The voice of an awakening world.
0: It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners
1: like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an
0: awakening world. Go to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate Today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. Who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. You remember the phrase that I like. You know, Emily Katie says God did not make you be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live live as if we're you know weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on on our ego on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and lining ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. The world is full of people with amazing stories. I'm Diane Ray, and make plans to join me every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Central for my radio show, Be Present. Each week, I invite you to join in the conversation as I talk to guests about health and wellness, spirituality, metaphysics, philosophy, and a lot more. I want to share information that you can apply to your life today. Listen live or download the show later on demand. I hope you can tune in here on unityonlineradio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's
2: 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall.
1: And we're back. Uh, Sherry, I'm going to get right back to you, but I want to make a a few comments here. So Sherry called in, and everything always works out for me, inspired her, uh, I think, yesterday. And um, while we were on break, I actually referred into my daily word. I've been uh, getting the daily word since 1983. (laughs) And um, today's daily word is joy. And Sherry, here's a, few, here's a few words for you. Joy is everywhere present, even during the darkest moments in life, but happiness never forces its way into my heart. To experience its gifts, I have to be willing to choose joy and welcome it. I consider how I might make room in my life for more gladness and aliveness. Perhaps it is time to finally release a certain resentment I might be ready to gently transition out of a period of deep grief and loss. Maybe I have been, hi- been berating myself or taking life too seriously. Joy is my natural state. So one of the things that happens when we have a situation like Sherry does is that we have competition and negative energy around wanting to do something, B, and having to do something, A. And A and B compete with each other on the stage of our imagination. And what happens with that is we stir up all sorts of negative vibration, negative attractor pattern, and maybe even some guilt and shame that we even have this beautiful dream B, be. Who am I to want to have a dream? Who am I to want to play the harp for a living? How dare I think that life can be that good, fun, and easy? And so we, we imagine the drudgery of this day job that we have to have in order to pay bills. And immediately, because it's positioned against our dream, we hate it. We hate the thought of it. We hate that we have to do it. We therefore hate our bills. We hate our life that we have to have that. And we become a victim. And that energy is going to kill the dream B that energy is going to drain the heck out of you. So since we have 100% control and 100% choice over what we think and feel, it's up to us to change the story that we're telling ourselves. So Sherry, I gave you three or four or five sentences before the break on let's just call it a better feeling story. Could you come back with a couple of sentences of your own that feel better for you about what you really want to experience over the next couple of months while you begin to create traction of your new life?
3: Not without help.
1: (laughs) What would you love to do? What would you love life to look like in a couple of months?
3: I would love to uh, have a a part-time office job that has flexibility uh, so that if I need to uh, get to a gig, I can do it. Um, Mm -hmm. I would ideally like to work from home.
1: Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, So here's the thing. Let's just shift that story into I am statements. So go ahead and say the same exact thing. It doesn't matter if it's the same exact words with I am.
3: Okay. Uh, I am happy and grateful that I found a wonderful part-time job uh, doing office work uh, or website design or whatever. I'm not quite sure what yet. Office work, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. website design, At home, that is paying me far more than I had imagined.
1: How does that feel?
3: Very cool. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy my colleagues. They are Mm -hmm. so delightful and happy, and we are creating wonderful services and products for our clients.
1: Wow. Wow. I'm feeling the vibration all the way over here. Yay. How's that how's that harp business going for you?
3: The harp everybody loves the harp. Everybody mm-hmm. loves having the harp at their event or mm-hmm. their party. It's so mm-hmm. beautiful and it's so peaceful, but yet it's also invigorating.
1: Mhm. Wow. That sounds so lovely and. Healing. Yeah. It's interesting that you're able to um, keep all of that high demand harp work going at the same time that you're enjoying your work at home. That's fantastic.
3: I'm so happy and grateful that I have found a wonderful balance between the two occupations.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. It was easier
3: than I imagined.
1: Right. All you needed to do was to shift into the energy of it being possible, huh? Yes. And then as you spoke it, you went from possible to probable to I could see that to, you know, I'm feeling that that could be true. And maybe I even might feel a certain sense of knowingness that just the fact that I can speak it and feel it at the same time, hmm, I think I might be able to create that it seems like it might be close at hand.
3: Yeah. yeah, Because everything always works out for me.
1: I've heard that. I have indeed. I have indeed. How high of an energy vibration are you on your story of what life is going to look like for you now?
3: Life is magical and wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you think you'll attract living in this vibrational reality?
3: I will attract wonderful friends and clients who are who really would love to have have my presence with a harp at their mm-hmm. gig or at their events oh. Um, I will attract uh, high-level people who are joyful and playful and prosperous and open to uh, new music and, and uh, new, new uh, ways of, of healing.
1: Wow. I feel like it's there. How do you feel?
3: I feel pretty good because I'm getting goosebumps.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, Sherry, just in case anyone's listening who wants to hire a harpist, where do you live, and what? How can they find you?
3: Uh, well, on Facebook at this point. Uh, okay. So.
1: Where? Or, where would we I find you email, on Facebook?
3: Or we? Or at? Um. You know what? I don't have. I don't have that in front of me right now. Let me just get that. I'm going to pull up Facebook. <laughs> okay. you will be that, happy to wait because
1: everyone is anticipating knowing about your work and very interested in such a high vibrational being. And you have just shifted about 16 universes over.
3: <laughs> yeah, I sure um, have. <laughs> Gosh, it's it's Sherry McHale Harpist. Okay. should should be able to find that.
1: Okay. Very good. Very good indeed. Well, I'm delighted that you stopped by not only to share your inspiration, but to move your life's thought, feeling, energy absolutely in alignment with who you want to be and what you want to do. Two avenues we run on every single day, the beingness and the doingness. And when they match up in their energy vibration, we are in alignment and flow and beautiful things. People, places are attracted into that energy. So keep yourself aligned with what you want and how you want to feel. And you will attract that every single day. You can tell yourself the story every single minute. You can tell yourself the story every single minute. You can feel it. Be the Sherry who you want to be in your feeling and thought energy, no matter what you're doing. Grocery store, paying bills, talking to people about your harp business, doing work at home or for whatever company in order to have sustenance in your life while the harp thing starts taking off like gangbusters be that version of you that you've just shown up here to be. Thank you. You got it. Thanks so much for calling in. What a great inspirational call in. Sherry, thank you so much. And you can answer yes to the question, does the universe support your goals? Yes, Yes. it does. Yes. All we we need to do is to get in alignment With what we truly want, it's so easy for the fear-based brain, which really wants to just protect us, folks. It can't help itself, really. But we are so blessed that we have a frontal lobe, and that frontal lobe lets us override the primitive brain. I'm sure all of us have the experience of having to go to the bathroom or having to eat or having to sleep, and we've been able to fight off those urges for a minute, or five minutes, or 10, or 30, or a couple of hours. As small children, we have a harder time doing that because the frontal lobe is not developed until we're 25 to 27. Certain research gives us that range. After that age, we are absolutely wired to fight off the primitive brain and what it wants us to do. And fear is the most primitive thing that our brain responds to. So if we're fearful of a dream never happening, if we're fearful of being underpaid, if we're fearful of a bad boss, our brain is kicked into fear mode and it's doing its primitive thing and it is causing us to rationalize, rationalize, rationalize. Boom, boom, boom. The coating on top of that feels icky and our body starts to produce cortisol and adrenaline and soon enough we can't sleep and we're worried we are in stress mode and at this point of stress mode our vibrational attractor pattern basically sucks we're in fear and grief and maybe despair depression we're insecure we're feeling guilty and shameful all that there is no way in the world a dream can come out of that soil no way. It's impossible. The universe will deliver our dreams when we are in alignment vibrationally with the dream. So we've got to change the thought feeling energy and move it out of the basement, out of the dungeon, out of the crap filled cesspool of thought feeling energy. And we've got to move it up to clarity, joy, appreciation, empowerment, inspiration we've got to be there with our dream we've got to be there with our thought feeling energy that's where dreams come to life in that fertile soil don't plant your dream in hatred in competition in 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 desperation don't plant your dream in that soil and if that's where you're living 24/7 because of this and that and this and that and this and that you can't launch a dream You can't. It's impossible. It's like flying to the moon, launching yourself from a car. You don't have the fuel to get there. Over the weekend, I saw the movie. I've been telling everyone about this because it was, to me, so poignant of a metaphor. I saw the movie First Man, which uh, stars Ryan Gosling, and he plays Neil Armstrong, And I was a little girl in front of the TV when Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. And it was the most amazing thing. But in this movie, the filmmakers tell us the story of Neil Armstrong having to learn how to withstand the forces against him as his rocket ship was leaving the Earth's atmosphere the pull of gravity against a physical object as it is shooting against the Earth's atmospheric pull. It puts so much pressure on a human being. It puts so much pressure on a physical rocket ship. He first learned how to exit the Earth's atmosphere through these big supersonic jets. And many of his colleagues would throw up, pass out. They couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle the pressure of leaving the Earth's atmosphere. But for whatever reason, he was either more determined or perhaps he was just built in a super special way that his body could withstand it easier, probably a combination of both. And he was able to withstand time after time of pushing himself out of the Earth's atmosphere. And he became NASA's favorite astronaut because he was resilient and willing. And each time, it was possibly easier because he knew what to expect. But it wasn't less of a thing. And sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, transformational change can be just like that it can take us to the brink. If we know where we're headed, if we know what we're doing, if we know with certainty and full knowingness what's going on, we can handle it. I know that once I break through this atmospheric pressure that hurts like hell, once I break through that, it's bliss. And the rocket floats. And there's... I don't know if there's zero gravity, but there's hardly any gravity, and objects literally float outside of the Earth's atmosphere. We've all seen that. They float. There's no more pressure pushing them down. That's kind of like how we, how we go. When we break through all of those stories that are holding us back, when we break through all of the negative energy ah, it's kind of like harp music. (laughs) We have to be willing to break through. We have to be willing to get to the point where we don't have to be in that negative energy. And the universal forces do support our goals when we get into alignment with the beauty and the positivity, and the passion of what it is that we want. When it lines up, it feels so good. It feels so good. Those universal forces are always there. Something they didn't tell us before. Those universal forces are always there. Always. Always. What we have to do is to get through our crap. In order to access that. And you know what? So often, all we have to do is change the story and be in alignment with that. Let's take another caller. We've got Heather calling in. Hello, Heather. How are you? Hi, Mo. I'm good. I'm good. Good.
2: Um, Yeah. So, calling in today, I'm in your, you know, I went through your workshop and I want to say that. Um well for for one, Sherry's on her way. Um
1: <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: yeah. And just wanted to you know, you talked about drudgery and how it kills joy and desires and and for me it was killing motivation and killing my action and I was frozen and mm-hmm. not looking forward with with the career that I had um, carved out for myself and the business that I had started. And um, just wanted to say how much your workshop has helped me just switch, you know, switch my perspective. And um, it's, I think that the biggest thing for me is not being so hard on myself and, yes. and, you know, Stop, stopping that voice in my head that was just always berating myself. You were talking about berating, and it—it um, mm-hmm. it, it was just—it was so harsh that I wasn't moving forward. And um, you know, just switching the way I'm looking at myself and and the way I'm looking at at the things that I need to do, not looking at it as drudgery, but looking at it as I get to do this and finding joy in it and. Mm-hmm being okay with where I am and not always looking at where I need quote need or should be. And, you know, it's just given me so much more fuel to get to where I, to to move forward. And I'm, I'm finding joy in moving forward instead of just sitting there looking at the space between where I am now and where I, where I want to be. And, and being right. overwhelmed by looking at that as a black
1: hole. Yes. So, yeah, well, right. Right. And, you know, when we look at the gap, uh, we can't help but to suffer because that's literally what suffering is. Suffering is, uh, basically putting our focus on, on what we don't have. And when we make that shift, um, we can move into joy. First of all, thank you so much for calling and thank you for the, for the nice words. Um, always great to hear from you. Um, what do you think was your shift? If you don't mind sharing, what do you think was your shift? that you allowed yourself to care for yourself and care for your dream and, and be loving to yourself. What was that? What was that shift?
2: It was um, having the community that we have in the workshop, all Mm -hmm. of, you know, the women in in the workshop and the coaching calls, the one-on-one coaching calls and the group coaching calls that, It made me realize that I'm not alone, that Mm -hmm. women in all walks of life feel this way, and it's very uh, universal, and that I wasn't lazy, and the Mm -hmm. only one that's fearful, and the only one that has doubts, and um, just being inspired by other women, and knowing that I have their support, and reaching out to everyone and that just lifted me up and yeah. it made me accept myself and love myself more because, um, and also, you know, your words of comparing yourself to others is just a dead <laughs> end. Um, uh-huh. you know, I was comparing myself to other women in my field, um, you know, oh, I'm never going to be like that. Or I have so much to learn or I'm not as good as so-and-so and um, just learning that what my skills are and what my talents are and, and focusing on that, focusing on myself and my, um, all the things that I had to offer. So, just, right. you know, all that support was really, and knowing that I'm, that I'm not alone and, and moving forward with other, other women. We're, you know, just
1: supporting each other and having mm-hmm. each other's backs. So that was huge for me yeah excellent and you know when we have um when we have energy greater than ourselves, uh it mm-hmm. actually gives us a reservoir to be able to uh, tap into uh in order to see what it feels like to have that cup filled up. and as you know, Heather, uh the work that we do is to fill up our own cup so that our own sense of self, our own GPS system is our energy and our level of self. And of course, I call it our soul. When our soul's energy is powered up from inside, that lamp is lit from within. We then Mm -hmm. can navigate the world um, from our, from our power. And not, not in competition with others, not a power game or a power play, but we have that. And one of the things about the group is that we can, we can feel what that feels like maybe before we get our own reservoir really built up. And that to me is the, the feeling in our bodies of what the energy is in the universal field, in the unified field, that ability to tap into more, greater than, bigger, and, and be able to use that to propel us in a way that keeps us lined up with our own beauty and joy and happiness and appreciation. And as you know, practicing gratitude and practicing how awesome we are, focusing on those two things every single day keeps that vibrational level at that higher level, at that higher level that allows us to continue to be our highest self, which continues to let us be the attractor pattern for more of that. Thanks so much for calling in, Heather. Thank you so much for calling in, Sherry. I want to emphasize the exact recipe that we are talking about here, folks. As we wrap up today, the exact recipe for you to have the life of your dreams is for you to energize your own soul's beauty, your own inner lamp, your own inner light, your guidance. Your soul will fuel you. And when that happens, you'll be able to turn off the fear-based brain. You'll be able to turn off the limiting stories. I live to help people understand how to do this because the theory is nice. But when you know how to do it so that you make meaningful change in your life, everything gets better for you. And then as Sherry and Heather knows for sure, everything always works out for you. And when that's your story, it's what happens. So live the story you want to have, say it, feel it, think it, because that's what you will have in your life. I am passionate about people understanding the power of their soul, harnessing it and using it for good in the world. When one person does it, the world changes. So each and every one of you, please endeavor to light up your soul, live your dream, live your dream job, have what you want and go for it. In order to find me, you can find me at MoFall.com and watch my my Five Shifts webinar or book a clarity call with me. I'll see you next week when we talk about where your soul lives. Hmm. See you next time. This is MoFall.
2: Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an
0: Awakening World. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience.